once again to the Lifehouse Beloved podcast. We're continuing on with our series from the book of Philippians, and I'm just going to get Jude to read Philippians 2, verses 1 to 11. Thanks, Jude. Okay. Oh, sorry, girls. Mm-hmm. I forgot to welcome you probably for the last three podcasts. Hello, Debbie and Jude. Hello. <laughs> That's all right. They can just hear our voices. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ... If any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one Spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. Being, He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, and even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that it is above every, every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Thanks, Jude. We're going to um, look a bit more closely at verses 5 to 8, but just before we do that, if we just look at the verses preceding that, selfish ambition, vain conceit, looking um, after the interests of others. We, t- we talked about this last, last podcast, um, just about how selfish ambition and vain conceit would be to do with trying to promote yourself and um, working to advance yourself and, and looking for glory and recognition. And, and how, you know, Paul's saying that we need to rather, we need to not have that, we need to look to the interests of others. And, and so I think that, you know, this really ties in with verses 5 to 8, is that being, being a servant, having that attitude that Christ had. So verse 5 to 8, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So girls, let's just discuss that mindset, that attitude that Jesus had. Um, and, and, you know, how we can use the or how we need to make this be our attitude and mindset. So he didn't consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage to be, to, to be grasped. So do you have any comments on that, Deb? I just think, you know, even, even though Jesus, he, he was God. Like, it's just, does that not blow everybody else's mind? He yeah. was God and he laid aside his own, himself, everything, you know. Yep. Yep. Mm. To be like us, mm. to just you know, like you know, even though he was God, he didn't act like he was God. Yeah, yeah. there's people on earth who aren't God who act like they are. They think they're yeah. God. <laughs> so good. Mm. And, and and what he, you say, and I think it blo- the reason it blows your mind is because it just blows away any sense of entitlement that we have yep. or rights to totally. self-pay yep. rights. He mm. didn't even, he didn't have any rights or entitlement. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it's in such stark contrast, yet we walk around yep. thinking that we have think something. that we have, you know, we have rights. We are entitled. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I think sometimes even Christians without realizing, we actually have a, a, a mentality of God owes me. Yeah. 
Yes. Like I've yep. served him. I've done this for him. Yep. I've paid my tithes. I've gone to church. Mm-hmm. You know, and it might not be conscious, but you know, I think sometimes it's there. We just and and then like De- Debbie said, just that absolute contrast. Yeah. He laid everything aside, yep. and he didn't do it begrudgingly or with a bad attitude. No. No. He just did he it. He knew his place. Yep. Yeah. And. Yeah. Well, he knew his purpose, didn't that's he? It, that's, that's it. That's it. It all yeah. came out yeah. of that, didn't it? Yeah. And he did it to show us how we're supposed to do it. Yeah. And he did it without any questions asked. He, you know, I know I can get into the well. It's not my job attitude, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, I couldn't be bothered. Why should I be doing it? Especially if I think others haven't been pulling their weight. Imagine if Jesus had that attitude. Yeah. He's like, well, they're not pulling their weight, so I ain't going to do my job. Where would we be? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, so I just think that is in such stark contrast, I, I know, to my attitude at yep. times and my pride mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, um, that he just absolutely laid it all aside. And, yeah, and, and I think that we've got to really realise that we are nothing outside of Christ mm-hmm. and it's all about him. Um, yeah. All right, so he made himself nothing, we've talked about, by taking on the very nature of a servant. And and there's a word there in the Greek um, and it just the word that it's talking about Meaning, it just means to empty. He totally emptied mm. himself out. Mm. So, um, what about that? The very nature of a servant. What are the the attitudes or characteristics? Do you think, girls, of servanthood? Oh, I um, I was thinking that you know, selfish selfishness basically says me first. Yep. Whereas servanthood says you first. Yep. Yeah. I like so that. you know, and I was thinking about the things that he did. He wasn't a doormat. No. He, no. He, by any means, look. No, he spoke to the Pharisees. No, no. but I mean, you look. He he led so many people. Yeah. Yet mm. he washed his disciples' feet. Yeah. Yep. So it was it was humble. That he the was whole humble. Yeah. 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 I I actually was thinking about David <laughs> and how Think before. Poo. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> how before church, he would be out there cleaning up possum poo, yeah. and then up on stage yeah. preaching. Yeah. You know, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't see one as more important or lowly as yeah, the other. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's you just get in, you do the job, do, you get, yeah, you yeah. pull your sleeves up, you get dirty, yep. you know, you yeah. just do your job and, mm-hmm. and just whatever it, it can do to advance the yeah, kingdom, the kingdom of God. basically, yep. yeah, it's got to get mm. done. Mm. Yeah, no, I always think of that as well because to me that's a picture of humility as well. Yeah. You, know, yep. you could even be sweating in the shirt as well and sweeping stuff. Mm. And, yep. you know, we've got lots of people that have yeah. that attitude, which is mm. awesome. I mean, yeah. You know, we've got people in there cleaning toilets and yeah. stuff before, and, and it's, yeah, that's really good. And not looking for any recognition out of that. Um, yeah, so really, to me, the biggest high attitude or characteristics of servanthood is that humility. Mm. Um, and like you say, Debbie, as well, the opposite of selfishness is selflessness. Mm. Faithfulness as well. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, and yeah, and that, you know, that that was a sacrifice of the incarnation, wasn't it? That he was prepared to, to leave that down and become like us. So he emptied himself totally of his deity to take up humanity. Mm. Um, and as you said, Debbie, so the next thing we've got here is, um, was he a doormat? Definitely, definitely not. Yep. No. No. That's, <laughs> you know, like he, he was... He was humble enough to stay silent in the times when he knew arguing against somebody wouldn't ma- wouldn't make any difference. Yeah. Yeah. But at the times when he knew that he needed to speak up, he spoke up and he spoke up loudly. Yeah. 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 You know, we need to be able to do that. We need to be able to hold our tongues mm. when we shouldn't be speaking. 
or, yeah. do, or or there's no or point. Or in obedience to the Father, because that's, that's what yeah. he did. Well, that's that's what he said. Say, Everything yeah. I say, yeah. you know, he does yeah. what the fa- what he hears from the Father. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's such a good point. And I mean, you know, again, I'm sorry I keep going back to this, but I have to. It's what's in the church, this whole false love and stuff. Mm. Mm. You know, oh, you can't speak like that. Or, you know, they was trying to even quote Jesus as just, you know, Jesus, love. What about love? But look how he spoke to the Pharisees. Mm. Mm. He called them a brood of vipers. Yeah. 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 You know, we were talking to someone the other day who's a Christian as well. And, you know, he was saying like, oh, no, this whole thing about what about love? You can't say this about that. And it's like... You know, Jesus was straight in there with religion and the religious spirit, straight yep. into them, you know, called them for what they were. So, And a part of love is the discipline. It's not just the f- yeah. the fluffy feelings. You know, he wants the best for us. He's devoted to us. He's loyal. You know, you won't you won't have anyone more loyal to you than, than Jesus. And he wants the best for you. So the best for you is being the best person you can be. So he's going to go, hold on a minute, you know, there's this... Thing yeah, that's yeah. that's holding you back. So you know, let's work on it. And I love what you said. There's no one that will be more loyal. No. Do you know anyone else who actually died for you? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he mm. did that. And yet we'll accept that, hey? Mm. Yep. But how often do we not want to accept other things that he's telling us? But we're happy to take that. And so yeah. Yep. Mm. Um. And yeah. So so basically, his whole attitude in life was that he just lived to please his father and to do his father's will. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And yep. you know, that's what he did. Um, so what about us for our daily living, um, that servant heart or that attitude? How well do we do that? Some days well. Some days not so well. <laughs> and what does that look like? If well, you are, you well, know, I'm just thinking in, in friendship terms, you know, always being there for your friends or who God's put on your heart, no matter what, not just when it's convenient for you, mm-hmm. but any time that God says, hold on, they need you, you need to go, you need to do this, you need to stop what you're doing. Yep. And and be there for them, and always pointing them to the truth to God. Yeah, that's like constantly pointing them. Go no, it's this no. And like, that's what servant. It's not yeah. really the concept you might have about. Oh well, I'm just going to be at their beck and call. No, it's no, not, no, 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 no. It's, not, it's, it's yeah. pointing them to the truth and yeah. pointing them to God. And I think for me, something that's really important is if if you yourself personally are not submitted to God. Yeah. Then even if you try and have the servant heart, you're going to get resentful. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And I think it's only when you have that submission to him and you realize I'm a servant to him first, yes. Yes. under authority, yep. um, then whatever gets your way, even when you deal with people and you do have that servant heart and they are ungrateful, mm. you won't build up that resentment because yeah. it won't. Because you, it, you know, you, you've seen your submission and your servanthood to him first, and I'm doing this because I love you. Yeah. yeah. And it's you want, you're one of me. And um, yeah, I'm not saying it won't irritate you, but you have to just keep taking yeah. it to him. And I yeah. think that's really important to maintain that servant attitude. We need to be fully submitted to him um, to the extent of laying aside our own agenda, our selfish wants. Um, and it's like what you keep mentioning, it's all about obedience. Yeah. Mm. No matter what it costs us, yeah. I'm going to obey. I mean, <laughs> we've got no greater the example than Jesus. The obedience cost him death yep. on the cross. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But then look at the result. And so God exalted him. Yeah, in that's right. Because that's right. of his obedience. And so, yeah, submission to um, submission as well means submission to your life turning out differently to what you might have planned for it. Exactly. And I think we struggle with that sometimes. Mm. It doesn't go the way or we thought it. And we talked before, Debbie, in a previous podcast, you mentioned the scripture, but I don't know the plans I have for you, that Jeremiah scripture. And I think that's the thing that often 
we might have our, our plans and how it's going to work out. And that's not wrong. But it's do we are we able to lay that aside when yes. it seems to go upside down, totally opposite, mm. um, and so submitting when it all turns out differently. Mm. Yep. All right, so then it goes on to say um, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how be, hey, the humility to be that submitted, mm. yep. to be that obedient, because mm. you'd have mm. to be submitted to be obedient, to dying. Like yep. how often yep. do we whinge if God asks us something to, to do something that we feel is embarrassing or inconvenient or whatever? I'm just saying yeah. that's our model, yeah. hey? Like, well, just... So what does humility actually mean then? Um, I looked up the dictionary. So did I. Dictionary is good. I know, I it is good because mm-hmm. you don't want to get it wrong. Because sometimes what we think it is isn't always yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. what it said was it's the quality of having a modest or low view of one's oh, importance. This has to be the dictionary on Google on the phone, right? Because I got exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> I normally yeah. use I've the got, paper I've dictionary. Got, but at four in the morning, and I've been waking up. I mean, mine's similar. Mine's a state of not thinking you're better than other people. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I like how on the, on the um, interwebs, on the internet, it, um, it actually has synonyms of, of you know, what yeah. the word means. And some of the ones that I, I, you know, I wrote out a few, but ones that popped up were lack of pride. Yes. And lack yep. of vanity. I've got that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, oh, meekness came up, and um, respectful was another one that I thought was really interesting. Can we talk that meekness. word meekness? I, I know. Like I, that that I love before. that mm. word. Yeah. Um, Jesus was meek, but you know, you had yeah. little Jesus, meek and mild, blah blah, 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 the little lamb in his in his arms, or whatever. And and I think sometimes people have a wrong concept of meekness as well, as if it makes you a doormat or whatever. But meekness is actually. Um, strength, like under control, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. Self-control. Yeah. Meekness is not weakness. That's no. right. Yeah. yeah. There's a good mm. catchphrase. I, I think you need to like because uh, you know meekness does. I think I know for me growing up, you know, seeing Can't Jesus just the image in your head. Yeah. 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 Pictures of Jesus, you know, holding this little lamb. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, he's very gentle and very yeah. soft and meek, and he's meek and, and meek mild, and, and, and and so you think, oh, you know, there's no. Power in yeah, that, but yeah. but you need to know that meekness is like you it's say, a, it does. It's have like power that horse it. that's yeah. got all that amazing strength and yes. power, and you can control it with that it's little bit in, his, in yeah. his mouth. You know, it's just yep. that absolute power mm. under control. Yep. And Jesus yep. had that, and you could see as well when he used it. You, you know, the Pharisees and in the temple and that whatever. Mm. You yes. know, not that he lost it. I'm not saying no, that, no. but like yep. he. And the other times he kept that, you know, he had mm. that under control. And so I think meek, the word meek does conjure up a wrong image. Mm. Um, yeah, so I love that word. I, I was saying about, I had written down here, uh, humility is definitely not having a low self-esteem. It's knowing your importance in the big picture, but knowing that others are equally as important. Yeah. Yep. So even in... Being humble as a servant, you know, yeah. you can be serving somebody else, but they are still equal to you. Like, yeah. yeah. Not Christ, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I've got the same low lying, casting down quality of having a modest or low view of your own importance. And as you mm. said, lack of pride, lack of vanity. And you know what it's not? It's not having, like you said, that low self-worth or self-esteem. Yeah. Mm. It's not a passive doormat. No. It's not self-pity. It's not what I call worm pride where, oh, yeah, I'm really so terrible. That's not humble. Mm. It's knowing who you are, knowing yeah. whose you are, yeah. being submitted to his will. I think that's what it's uh, really having a healthy yes. um, yeah. view yeah. of yourself. Your your self worth is in him. Yeah. Yeah. And because you know whose you are, you are able to submit and just have that healthy mm. and that's really what humility mm. for me is, yeah. I a couple of um verses that I found about humility. Um a couple were in Proverbs. The first one was from Proverbs eleven two. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But yep. with humility comes wisdom. Mm. Yeah. So that yeah. was a good one. And um another one from Proverbs was uh, in Proverbs fifteen thirty three, it talks about how humility comes before honour, and then also again in Proverbs twenty two, humility is the fear of the Lord. Yep. Its yes, wages are riches, honour, yeah. and life. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's really good. Like it was just interesting, especially the first one when pride comes, then mm. comes yeah. disgrace. Yeah. Um, and you know, I said before about how lack of pride is a, you know, another way of saying humility. You know. So. Yeah, oh, that's really good. Have you got any mm. other verses, anyone? Um, yeah, yeah, one I liked, um, Psalm 25, 8 9, it says, Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in his way. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. You know, you have to be, if you're going to be teachable, you need to be humble mm. because, you know, you need to you need to not have pride in you. Like if you're prideful, you're not going to listen to anyone else. So, um, yes, you need to be submitted to God to actually be able to learn and and to be taught, you know, you can't just... that's a good point to be learning, to learn taught, because Mm. even um, for God, you know, the Bible says he disciplines those he loves and, you know, correcting and exhorting and rebuking. You have to have humility or you're not going to receive that correction, hey? Um, I like this as well in Luke 14, verse 11, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Mm. You know, I would rather um, humble myself than have God have to do it for me. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah. So, what about what about obedience? What is what is obedience then? So he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, and I think that obedience, um, you know, is the fruit of being humble, isn't it? Yeah. Showing the. Yeah, I I wrote down that um, obedience is what you do. And humility is how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So I think as well for me, humility would be, you know, when I was talking in an earlier podcast about those invisible things inside. Yeah. Like your faith. To me, humility would be that attitude that's invisible in mm. there, but it is shown. The mm. fruit of it would be obedience. It's shown by your obedience. Yeah. Because really, like you said, Jude, you'd have to um, not have pride and stuff to do what God's saying yeah. and to have that. So you, you'd have to have humility to be willing to obey in the first place, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Especially when mm. it's something that you don't want to do. Yes. Or you don't agree with. <laughs> so really obedience, compliance with an order, request or law or submission to another's authority. Mm. Um, so really submitting to God. And, you know, I think that's really important because if people are proud and they won't submit to another person's authority... They're not, they won't submit to God either. No. And I think sometimes as Christians we might deceive ourselves of that if we yeah. um, you know, think, oh, well, I'm not listening to you or you're you, but I'm submitted to God. Mm. 
It's like that's sort of really contrary to what, you know, if you're not submitting to authorities at God's place, you're not submitting to God. Yeah. And we don't always want to, we try and deceive fool ourselves about mm. that. Yeah. And I saw obedience is like the action word of humility. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, well, that's, it's like yeah. faith and your deeds. Yeah. It's the deeds, isn't it, for the mm. heart attitude. Yeah. 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 What about the link between them then? We've probably covered that, but we just, um, yeah, we've talked. To, I guess the link is Absolutely. that you have to have humility to yeah. be able yeah. to obey. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you need to put aside your own agenda and yes. obedience is submission. So, if, you know, um, and I like uh, Matthew eleven twenty nine where Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. Mm. And yeah. I just think in that humility and submission, you just, you're going you're gonna to become like Jesus and yep. you're just going to find that rest, which is good. All right. So um, if you girls got anything else to add, this one might be a mm. bit shorter, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, I think, got anything it's definitely, it's definitely lots there to chew on. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, and that we've covered and that, you know, like just, I mean, even us as, as three separate women going through and reading those verses for ourselves over the last few weeks, you know, it, it you know, just because we're talking about doesn't mean that we're actually perfect at living. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're still We're trying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What you're actually doing and, you know, if you think of the opposite to um, humility where, you know, where, where Paul talks about vain conceit and selfish ambition and stuff, that where you would try and promote yourself and all of that, you might get it right for a certain season, but it's yep. not going to be lasting because it's no. not the promotes. And in fact, so the way to, not that our motive is to get what we want, but the way that you're going to get exalted anyway do it the right way, God's way, and that would be through humility and submission and obedience, and then he will exalt you. And you know yep. what, then, when he does it, you're not looking for it anyway. No. And, yep. you know, I think that's what's so awesome about God, when you get to the place where you release to him, mm. um, and you're not necessarily looking for that, then he, you know, he exalts you and, and honors you, so that's awesome. So just really encourage you to take time over the next week to really just um, get into the word, as I keep saying. And just as Debbie said, just chew on those scriptures and just really ask the Holy Spirit as well to show you what your heart attitude is in terms of humility. Look at your own actions. Look at your own obedience. Look at um, your obedience to the word because that's like looking, the word's looking in the mirror, isn't it? So, you know, if you look at your own, the obedience is the outward working or disobedience. Yeah. It's also the outward working. So you can look yourself and really be honest with yourself and just mm. see what that is saying about your humility and your attitude. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. And um, we'll speak us. to you again yes. in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs>